For today's 2023 NFL prediction episode, we have the Cleveland Browns. Before we get started, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you're listening or viewing at. If you're seeing this on Instagram and TikTok, make sure to go follow over there as well. The Browns last year were 7-10, and 10, and uh, obviously has been a very long drought for the Cleveland Browns uh, over the last 20 years. They finally have a quarterback, though, that they have a lot of high hopes in and, and, and future potential uh, with Deshaun Watson at QB now. Coming back after missing some time with all the drama off the field last year. Um, I don't want to hold a whole lot of last year against him. Uh, he was coming back after, like I said, after so much time off. This year is really where I want to look at it and be like, okay, is this this is the year that we see what Deshaun Watson we're going to get. Is he going to get back into his groove that he was in with the Texans? Um, or is he going to be a slowly, you know, a slow decline and not really get back to his prime shape? I think he's going to get back to a really good uh, Deshaun Watson. And and I think, and Zach even said uh, he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I wasn't ready for that yet. Um, but after this year, without a doubt, he could be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. At the running back spot, we all know they have Nick Chubb, arguably, in, in, in my opinion, probably the best running back in the NFL. At wide receivers, you have Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore that lead that room. Amari Cooper is always just slightly overrated to me. I know his route running is unbelievable. He's a big, strong receiver. I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of him as a number one receiver. Elijah Moore kind of popped off with the Jets a couple of years ago. Um, overall, I think they lack some depth in that wide receiver room. I think it's going to be a really run-focused team with Nick Chubb. Um, and then, obviously, Deshaun Watson can really use his legs as well. At the tight end spot, David Njoku almost underrated at this point. I know he's not really consistent when it comes to week by week, putting up yards for fantasy users out there, but when it comes to just explosive big plays, he's, he's a great guy for that. Um, offensive line wise, they're always, and I look back on this and I didn't realize this. They're always a top 10 offensive line ever since 2017. So the last six, seven years, they have been a top 10, top five offensive line. I, I predict that's going to happen again this year. Defensively, I don't love the depth that they have on defense. I think it's really top heavy with just a couple guys. Obviously, Miles Garrett, an all pro. Darius Smith coming over. Uh, he's going to really help out the linebackers slash edge spot. Um, and, and on the secondary, Denzel Ward is a dog. We all know he's at, he's at 26 years old now, um, but he's a top five cornerback in the league. Besides those three guys, I just don't know where the production is going to come from defensively. I honestly love their offense enough with Watson and Chubb, and you throw Cooper and Elijah Moore and Joku in there, and their offensive line is great. I love their offense, but defensively, if they can be above average, I think they could, um, as a whole, take that team, take this team to the next level. I think they're that talented of a group offensively. Um, like I said, I wish they had a little more depth at wide receiver, but if they can get some more production besides Miles Garrett, Darius Smith, and Denzel Ward on the defensive side of the ball, this team could, in my opinion, win the AFC North. I don't, I don't see a world why they can't. Um, but like I said, I, I think they lack some depth on defense. I think they lack some depth uh, in the wide receiver spot. Um, but you got you got stars on this team, man. And when you have stars, stars produce. Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, 
Denzel Ward. Like these guys are top level guys uh, that can really help you out. So let's kind of move on to their schedule here. Um, obviously they're in the AFC North, so you have the Ravens to deal with. You have the obviously the Bengals and the Steelers who are having higher hopes moving into this year. They start week one at home versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I have them starting off with a bang and beating the Bengals. Week two, they have the Steelers on the road. I have them losing this one at Pittsburgh. Uh, you're going to see a trend with with their games here. I, I really see them until the end of the year here, kind of going 500 back and forth. But I have them beating the Titans uh, in week three at home, losing week four at home versus the Ravens. Week five is an early buy for them. So they go into that buy, in my opinion, two and two. They come out of that buy at home versus the 49ers. I have them losing this one. Week seven at the Colts, have them winning that one. Week eight at the Seahawks, have them losing that one. Week nine versus the Cardinals at home, win. Week 10 at the Ravens, loss. Week 11 at home versus the Steelers, win. Week 12 at the Broncos, loss. So if you really look at the trends here, it is every single week is like win-loss, 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 win-loss. We get into week 13, and they get a couple very winnable games here, and I think they go on a little bit of a run. Week 13 at the Los Angeles Rams, I have them winning this one. Week 14 at home versus the Jaguars. Jaguars, that's obviously a really tough matchup. I have them winning this one at home. Because after this, if you can get past the Jaguars in this matchup and go 500 earlier in the year, you have the Bears at home win. You have the Texans on the road win. So in the three of those four weeks, you have the Rams, Jaguars, Bears, Texans. Bears, Texans, Rams are, I mean, they're bottom of the league. Those those should be must wins. And then you get the Jaguars thrown in there, kind of go all, go, go all in for that matchup. I think they win all four of those games. If you listen to our Jets prediction episode, you'll know week 17, I have them beating the Jets as well. So that's a five-game winning streak I have them going on. And then finishing the year at the Bengals, I have them losing this one. Um, but overall, man, that adds up to a 10-7 and record, which I don't believe wins the AFC North. But I think it's, ooh, I was going to say second, but I'm, I'm going to have the Bengals winning it. Probably Ravens and Browns right there, 11 and 6, 10 and 7. Um, I think the ceiling for the Browns could be 11 and 6, maybe 12 and 5. Like, you look at some of these matchups earlier in the year. Like, I have them splitting with the Ravens. Or, sorry, I have the Ravens winning both against the Browns. They could split with, they could split there for sure. I have them splitting with the Steelers, I believe. Yes. Um, but they could win both for sure. And I have the Bengals beating them both times. No, sorry, I have that split there as well. So, I don't know. They play teams like the Cardinals and and the Rams and the Bears and the Texans. It's a very, I don't want to say favorable schedule, but it's a schedule where you look at it. If you're a Browns fan, you're like, hey, we can make something out of this season. Get Deshaun Watson right. You obviously have the best running back in football. Get enough from the defense, and this team could uh, really make some noise and make the playoffs. Um, last year, like I said, they were seven and ten. This year, having to go in ten and seven, a three win upgrade. Um, that wraps it up for the Browns. Kind of a quick recap of the Browns there. We have the Panthers and the Falcons coming up next. So make sure to go check those out. Of course, like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're listening or watching at. And we will see you guys for the next one.